Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I am your host, Josiah, aka Mauler67, and with me as always, you know, I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother, my brother Austin. Austin, how you doing today? Doing pretty good, how about you? I'm doing pretty good, I can't really deny, a little tired, a little tired, but... What can you do? It's almost my bedtime, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, man, it was a pretty good day at work. No, oh, no one was. It, it was. It was a shell, skeleton crew. One thing I've learned, uh, in my time being in the job, is people will. People take days off a lot. Mm-hmm. To 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 an extent, like manager wasn't there, the supervisor wasn't there. Uh, three of the workers weren't there mm-hmm. and the, the, there was like five people all together that was there and half of us were just sitting around doing nothing because there was no work to do mm-hmm. uh, for two of them and because I haven't been trained on my job uh, I can't do that job so I was helping another job another place with their job but I cleared them out of all of their backlog stuff to do so they are literally doing work and they're like we would have to like stop what we're doing and do that work to get you more work. So they essentially just had me sitting there. And so I was just watching YouTube videos for most of the day today. Um, I was still working. Like I, I did, I did a couple things, but it was mostly me just chilling, watching YouTube and, uh, what, what else did I do? It was, just, I was just saying YouTube. I know I watched some Netflix at one point, but Hey, 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 man. It was love the job. I can't wait to actually learn my job. <laughs> so that way I can do my job. Awesome. Oh, I got you. How's your weekend, man? Uh, my weekend consisted of starting Christmas. We we kind of like jump on top of the Christmas shopping thing, especially for like we don't we don't do Christmas shopping for us until day mostly, but toys and stuff are a time to shop for especially for a place like ollie's ollie's is like a company that does like they buy like bankruptcy like type businesses and stuff like their stock mm-hmm. like so there's always like surplus of books and toys and a whole bunch of stuff like i got like the complete series of sherlock holmes for like 20 bucks you know you can't beat that <laughs> So, you know, I, I pick up stuff like that, but I picked up like so much toys for the kids. And then, um, today actually, uh, well, late last night I was, uh, I got confused about a text. I was supposed to, I thought I was going to work early in the morning, but it actually turned out that I was supposed to go to work last night. Uh, so at like six 30 last night, I had to like show up, uh, to work and I've been working ever since 7 PM today. So I have not been home since 6.30 last night, uh, which sucked, but you know, I like my job a lot. So like I deal with like, uh, you know, people that I love uh, to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys I take care of, he's uh, super, like he, he talks about computers over my head sometimes, but he, uh, he loves playing the Switch and everything like that. So we've been playing like Splatoon together and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, today, like when I went to my second house, I just binge watched the show. 
That's mm. all I did. Uh, because he was just like, hey, man, are you cool with me, like, taking a nap and just watching YouTube today? And I was like, yeah, I am more welcome for you to do that. You do not have to go anywhere. I know. And, you know, he's excited because Thanksgiving's coming around the corner. So he's like, hey, I'll watch this with you. So he actually helped me a lot because I forgot to watch this. And then I realized, I was like, oh, it's only six episodes. Like, I can watch six episodes. And then uh, Mama Burkhart was like, no, it's nine. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so that's why I binge watched it today. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Had had hella, had some fun today watching She-Hawk with an individual mindset. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. One quick thing before we begin, yeah. and this was bothering me a little bit. You may want to go into Discord and turn down your noise gate just a smidge because it, it, it's cutting you off right at the end to where it sounds robotic oh. or unnatural. And that is something that I personally stress. Like it causes me to be like, he didn't yeah. finish the S sound when he <laughs> said like she, like he didn't finish the K yeah. when he said she hawk because it cuts him off too early. Well, the thing is, messing with my mic settings a little bit mm -hmm. so like i think i'm good right here i think okay um, i mean you're not I you're not getting up. the cutoff anymore so okay cool yeah so like yeah i've been watching she hawk the whole time so i've been having a lot of fun and uh yeah cool cool so well, let, let's just get into it then austin yeah let's because we need to talk she about she hawk austin since you already started talking about what do you think of she hawk your overall first thoughts and feelings so I actually tried to watch the show uh, when it first came out. I think I watched the first two episodes, mm -hmm. um, but I don't, I didn't remember them at all okay. uh, because at that time I was also watching Sandman, I think, or something came up that week mm. where I was like, nope, this has got to take my time. Uh, I forget what it was, but it, it, it completely just ruined me watching She-Hulk at the just time. Something more like popular for you in your brain. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So when I watched this the first time, uh, I don't remember too much of the first two episodes. And I didn't expect too much out of the show at all. Because uh, like what I've seen of it, because uh, Disney kind of had the same thing happen to them that uh, uh, Paramount uh, happened to them with Sonic. Uh, where Sonic the Hedgehog, they came out with like his first design for the first movie and it was awful. And the fans like completely told him off, like this is a terrible CGI job, yeah. like this is a terrible Sonic. And they did the same thing with this when they showed the trailer at D23 last year. And people are like, dude, the CGI is bad on this. And they ended up fixing it. And it is a lot better than what it was. But there is sometimes when I've seen the CGI, like especially when people walk, I see a lot of problems with like trying to get animation to walk correctly on computer animation. It looks clunky and mm. but it didn't like stir me away from it. But I didn't expect anything really out of the show. Um, but in the end, I actually like the show. <laughs> I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's because of like it didn't take itself too seriously and it didn't need to like it. People were, you know, some people are so serious about stuff like this where they're like, Oh my gosh, you can't have any fun at all. You know? And, and uh, you know, I don't like this whole trying to find your identity thing and it's stupid. And like, what about, you know, these, you know, like 
some I knew some people had some problems with like She-Hulk like having sexual like romance, mm-hmm. you know, during the show. And I'm just like, well, if you've ever read a She-Hulk comic, like she is very, very feminine. Like she is a a woman that you know she she believes in herself and she you know she does stuff like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word that you call like empowerment. She's a very empowered woman, and this show showed that to me. Um, you know, I, I felt like the show really hits on the theme of accepting who you are and mm-hmm. knowing that who you are is the best you and accepting those flaws and accepting the the things that, you know, you don't want to accept uh, is a hard thing to do. But, you know, later on, you can make yourself happy with accepting those flaws that you have. And I thoroughly like this show. Um, didn't expect it <laughs> to be great. I actually like the show better than Miss Marvel. Like nothing against Miss Marvel, but I felt like Miss Marvel sometimes like kind of distracted me a lot where I wasn't like into it as much. You you know um, why? I, I, I can tell I, you why you liked it more because it's the same reason why I liked it more. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy. Yeah, it it's, probably just it kept is, me going. It is, it's just that it's it's a fun show. Like I just enjoyed. Because also, here's the thing: I'm I'm exactly in your same boat too. I didn't think I would enjoy it. Not that like I wasn't like interested in She-Hawk or anything like that. I have I have never consumed any type of medium of She-Hawk before. Mm-hmm. I had no pretense on who she was as a character to the point where when certain things was happening, I was kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> and I had to quickly search stuff because um, the first time she breaks the fourth wall, I'm like, oh, that's weird. They did that. And then apparently that's the thing that she's done ever since like being introduced. And yeah. so I was like, oh, OK, man, I would really like to see her and Deadpool together at some point, which I'm sure they will do at some at, at some interval yeah. because Ed, Deadpool is entering and it would be very interesting for them to have like a end credit scene or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just, I was honestly awesome. I was shocked by how much I straight up enjoyed, uh, yeah. the actress who played She-Hawk. I enjoyed her as Jen. I enjoyed her greatly as, uh, She-Hawk. I enjoyed like the internal struggle that she dealt with. Cause I've, how she was like explaining, like when she's at the meeting with Barkley or whatever his name is, Barley, mm-hmm. um, about how it's like, you know, she finally meets someone who likes her for her and then he's gone he goes to her he's like she needed like jen needed that and mm-hmm. i'm like i get that like sometimes as like an individual you need that pick me up that like realization that it's like i it, outside of what i have people like me for me mm-hmm. um there was a couple things and i gotta say this there was a huge negative to the show throughout it that I didn't like. And then they turned around last second and I was like, okay, yep, you caught me with this one. I, I appreciate yep. that. Mm. Um, the, the key thing being like the, the obvious like plot points that they were doing. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the thing. Up till I think it was the eighth episode, maybe. Mm-hmm. I loved the show. Because I loved how each episode was like a here's the problem here's the legal problem here's how she handles it in the courtroom and outside of the courtroom and fixes it 
mm-hmm. and each episode was kind of its own thing with a little yeah. bit of a like carryover. It wasn't until episode eight where they introduced the whole like, oh, the, the one guy that you like stole your blood and mm. like they're going to do all this stuff that I was like, oh, okay, I got it. The second he was introduced, I'm like, he's the bad guy. He's going to like steal her blood. Like that's, that's what they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it's going to be like Barkley is bad because he, he has this like thing in the middle of nowhere. Like they're going to do this and that. And then at the end, they kind of reveal all that stuff. Granted, Barkley wasn't bad or Barley or whatever his name is, wasn't bad. He just was trying to make money on the sign as Abomination. And it was funny because when he was doing the pep talk, he had no idea what that group was. <laughs> Yeah. You could tell it. Like, he was just playing it like, I heard you guys are catching yourself and you're fighting for what you want. Like, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. And the whole, like, who the people were who hate him. It, I knew it was someone on Tinder. And I assumed it was that yeah. guy after what she did. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they're doing this. And then Hawk busts through the window, the door. And I'm just like, ah, this sucks. I like... That I was really liking this, and she's like, "This sucks. This doesn't make sense." And I was like, well, y- "Yes, yes, huh?" Mm-hmm. And then she stops, and I love what she did. Like, I loved how they ended it, which we can go into that later. But that ending turned it around. But I have different thoughts and feelings on that ending still. I personally mm-hmm. liked it, but I could also dissect it in a negative way as well. So awesome. Let's talk about the show itself. Um, what I I liked at one point, she Hawk pointed out that she's like, we're not. Is this going to be one of those shows where like every month, every week, we have a cameo, like a big time cameo come through? She's like, first it was Banner, then it was Wong, then it was um. Oh, who who else was the other one? I think I think she mentioned like Barkley or whatever his name is. Well, we had we had Matt Murdock. Yeah, well, well I, that was before Matt Murdock showed up. Oh yeah, she she said uh, she said what was it? Uh, Wong, mm-hmm. Bruce, mm-hmm. and the Abomination. Yeah, like and, on the th- yeah, she was all like, "Is this going to be this? Don't forget, it's my show type deal thing." Yeah, and I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It. It, it, it made it fun. It made it lighthearted. Um, I can understand, like, some people were... I could definitely watch this and be like, I don't know if I would want my kids to watch this to a degree with, like, the... Not even just, like, the sexualization, but the different, like, things with it. I could understand people saying that. I think they did it relatively tamely to the point where I personally wouldn't have issues if my kid watched it or anything like that. Um, but I could see, like, the more, like, pearl clutching like conservative people being like oh she's twerking on to marvel should never twerk she did what with matt murdoch they're implying our marriage into oh like i could understand those people being upset with this and i could also understand the hardcore people of the more um uh, what's the term incel type not liking this and i find it hilarious that the big bad guys of the show are them it's essentially like a group that and i was laughing because yeah, i'm like it's a metanary they knew what was going to happen yeah. before they did that get called out i kind of that's how i felt watching it i'm like 
they knew what was going to happen and they they called it from the get-go they called I, honestly i felt because it was i got to watch it all together i liked it better than if i would have watched it weekly because the first couple episodes i enjoyed the like middle of the show i loved because i liked the whole like every episode there is a case um but then like the last two episodes or so i would have gotten mad i would have been very frustrated from the last episode to the last season especially when certain things didn't make sense like when like the absolute mind-boggling thing in my brain i'm sorry i'm like taking control of the conversation right now no but like at the gala when all the stuff starts appearing on the tv and she turns and gets angry and she like smashes it and people are like oh you should have done that blah 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 and it's like all they saw was someone who gets mad and destroyed it's like so one situation where she was in the right for having personal information be thrown all over the place if it was anyone else and that was happening and they destroyed that people would be like yeah it was justified how'd that get on thing there was like moles in the system or something like that Mm-hmm. But then, like, the whole gala thing happened, and she leaves, like, she runs after one dude, and there's just, like, high-end cops there, prepared. I'm like, this doesn't, makes no sense. That, mm-hmm. that was, that ending part of episode, I think it was eight, made me upset. I was like, this, mm-hmm. if this is what they're going with, legitly frustrates me, makes me mad. But mm-hmm. they, 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 they kick out my feet on the ninth episode, so... I appreciate it. Yeah. What, it, what are your, some, some of your thoughts? I want you to have time to speak. So, of course, uh, I was super happy to see Matt Murdock. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, because, you know, Matt Murdock is one of my favorite superheroes of all time. Well, he's my favorite superhero of all time. Uh, well, Vigilante. Um, I, I'm, I, you know, like we talked before, I was very sad when Netflix, you know, axed you know, got asked all of their Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, that sucks. Cause like Char- Charles, Charlie Cox and Vincent DeFranco are like one of the best two people on that show next to the guy that plays Foggy Nelson and Karen. I think those people in that general as those actors are a great combo together and they're great chemistry together. And I felt so bad when they left. And then, you know, they announced that, uh, you know, like in the Hawkeye series, like, you know, Kingpin was there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, if they're bringing it back to Franco, they have to bring back Charlie Cox. And Charlie Cox was in the new Spider Man movie, yeah. um, which made me so happy. And I got to see him here. And it was great. It was so good to see Charlie Cox be Daredevil again. It it moved me. I was very it, happy with their chemistry on scene. Like, oh, yeah. They, they actually had pretty strong chemistry. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the smug out of them on together. Like, when they were taking. When they were taking out the frog guy, and he's like, I know for a fact that stealth is the approach. And he's like, yeah, but let me do my own thing. And he's like, no, you're, I've done this countless times. Stealth is the way to go. And then she just busts in like, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed that. I liked their. Yeah, it, it was really well done. Um, and I felt, I felt like it wasn't too forced. Um, and I, I just liked the whole part. Like, I, I don't know how to take it, but I also laughed about it was the part where like, she's with Kevin and she looks over and she's like, I also smashed like Matt Murdock from time to time. And I was like, Oh no. But then mm-hmm. I also laughed about it because I was like, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, 
What about the great Ben Affleck? Get out of here. You get out of here, Nimbuster. I know what he's trying to do. <laughs> he's trying, he's trying to Daredevil. ruffle your flavors. Yeah, he knows that Ben Affleck Daredevil's awful. But no, uh, so that being said with that, I think that really works out. And I'm glad to see Benedict Wong. Uh, that's actually his real name. Mm. <laughs> uh, so Wong himself, Benedict Wong, um, he, he, he's been in a couple movies now. Like he's been in Doctor Strange, of course. Uh, we got to see the abomination and the fight between him and Wong. And they explain uh, it away. Yeah. Yep. Shang-Chi. And that answers that. And then, uh, you know, we. <laughs> what's really funny is uh, I am a little upset at Wong. Okay. Um, so, okay. So I'll say this, why I'm upset with him. And it's not because he did anything wrong. And it's not. Well, he because... did do stuff wrong. <laughs> he did really. Yeah. yeah. But but he didn't do anything wrong in a sense of like he hurt me in general. Okay. Like that the show did. It spoiled a show that I've been watching lately because I've never watched it before, and that's The Sopranos. Uh. And they talk about like characters dying. I was like, no, don't. Like I was like, well, I kind of knew that that character was gonna die. Yeah, I kind of knew that character was gonna. I've, and, and... I've never watched The Sopranos, but whenever I. Mm. Uh, Addison, with two ends mm -hmm. and a Y, but not where you expect it, uh, <laughs> fell through the portal into his room. The first thing mm -hmm. I noticed was I'm like, he's watching The Sopranos. And then yeah. they talk about it. I was like, is Disney able to talk about The Sopranos? Isn't that an HBO show? Yeah, that's an like, HBO show. Do they have but to I do some type of royalty or something like that? Something like that. But also, too, is like, let's, let's you know, Sopranos was like the Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, before it, it's what revived the yeah the series the the, well, the primetime shows. Yeah, well HBO at that time, I watched a whole video on like how Game of Thrones like uh, I watched uh, uh, something about a pilot episode that was really badly done. Oh yeah, the first the pilot. First, yeah, it was awful supposedly, and like ninety percent of it was reshot. Um, but the thing was, was they talked about how big the Sopranos were for them and Game of Thrones, because the thing was, was at the time, I don't know if you remember this, but you know, TV was not even close to being movie. You know, like you would have great movies, but the TV was never really that great until you got to Sopranos and then The Wire. And then like all these uh, HBO brought the forefront of like good television to the masses and people started watching like shows like Oz, Six Feet Under, The Wire, Sopranos, and then other sh other uh, Breaking Bad was one of those forefronts because like it finally showed that you could watch a TV show that was kind of like bringing that kind of movie feeling to it. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's like when I was watching this episode and he was spoiling this stuff, I was like, oh no, I can't hear this. But I'm like, wait a minute, this show's like. 15 years old and mm. like <laughs> i should have been watching it already and you know i'm a huge person that loves gangster movies and like crime docs and all that stuff so everyone's like you have to watch the sopranos it's so good you have to watch the sopranos and i finally got to it and i'm like on season four and the spoiler that they talk about is the next episode that i was about to watch in season <laughs> five and i was like well i already know who's dying um but you know, that was the only thing that I had a problem with Wong. But this show, 
Well, it was, it was technically back. Madison. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Two ends in a Y, but not <laughs> yeah, where you expected. Well, okay, so it wasn't Wong's fault. It was Madison's fault. So Madison actually spoiled it for me and Wong. So yes. I, I, I remember uh, I'm, I'm part of this like Facebook group of a bunch of people who just like post nerd stuff. And when that episode leaked, people were like posting all over the place. Like, I made a deal with a demon, but I can't talk about it. And people were like, yeah. Mephisto. Well, you know, they, they have a rumor of who's playing Mephisto. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they, they finally, I think they confirmed it, actually. Is it the guy uh, who played Littlefinger? Because I would like to see him in something. No, it's uh, it's a Sasha Cohen Baron, the guy that plays Bullrat. Oh, I, I, so I know that name. I don't know that guy's face outside of Borat. So, yeah. So, what can you do? like, a, a lot of people only know him as Borat, uh -huh. but then there's those select few of people that have watched, like, one of his best shows I've ever seen. Cause, you know, he's done comedies forever. Uh, but he, <laughs> stop it. Uh, so, um, Sasha mm -hmm. Baron did a did a limited series on Netflix called um, The Spy, and it's uh, it's based off of a true event about Israel, and he plays like one of the people like the main character, and it is one of the best acting chops I've seen in a long time. It's actually a show I've thought about putting on here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like in my category of something that I want you to watch because watching him do something like that completely just like made him like whoa he's got acting chops he's not just funny he's got good chops of acting and and the thing is it's like uh i, I everyone's thinking it's methesto i i don't think it is it's a joke i think it was meant to be as a joke because yeah. at the end when they're doing the little art sketches from like the courtroom you see yeah. one where madison is like with a goat monster guy yeah <laughs> and it's like i'm like i don't know what mephisto looks like but i don't know if he's a goat also, I think he also says like a little "Hello, my name's Jake" or something like that on it. I don't know. I, mm. but I, I again, I enjoyed that show. I was amazed. Ah, that that specific episode, right? I, I always feel it, it's weird. Okay, you know what? No, not that specific episode. It's a continuation of it. It is weird to have the main character be part of a law firm that is all mm -hmm. about sleazy bad people like how matt murrock explains it he's like you know two for us one for them yeah or like doing everything and she just does nothing but that and there's so many situations that it's like she is representing the the trash of the world like the ribbit yep. guy is a narcissistic piece of trash who is a psychopath too um the one guy <laughs> the one guy who kills himself to avoid <laughs> his wives made me laugh mr immortal or whatever his name was mr. I mean, immortal. the yeah. only good one that they picked up was the abomina abomination and he's legitly like rehabilitated i was really yeah. happy with that it did make me sad that in the end wang breaks him out of jail and he mm. lives in the sanctuary there but it makes me happy too Cause that puts him in a limelight to not be a bad guy, but to be like an actual good guy in later like shows or film to just be like, Hey, we have a Hulk like being here. Well that, that, and they're setting up like for the big Hulk universe movie. Uh, like I think that they're going to oh, come yeah. out with world Hulk, uh, because after like the shock of like, you know, the, 
the Easter egg. Well, this spoiler alert for anyone, because if you haven't watched the show, but you, we, we think you have watched the show because we're we've watched it. Well, and you, that is if yeah. someone's <laughs> if someone's listening to us or watching us that has not watched the show. That is not the point of what we why we do yeah. this. Yeah. So like Hulk announces that he has a son and it's from Planet Scar. And is, uh, is Scar from where he was a gladiator? Uh, yes. So when he left on the jet, when he left on the jet, um, when, after age of Ultron, that's when he went into like space and stuff and Hulk kind of did that. And then he ends up like in, you know, Thor Ragnarok and he has the battle armor, which is the, the whole planet, well, world, world war Hulk and planet Hulk, uh, whole storyline. So hopefully we get a movie of that. And then we get a movie of like the World War Hulk, because uh, like that would explain what his son is and who his son is, because uh, they kind of just left it off there. So they're explaining that, and I'm super excited for that. Because Planet Hulk is like considered it's one of my favorite comics of all time. I, um, the the thing I liked, and mm-hmm. and this is a little degree, is at the end whenever he was she was talking with Kevin, mm-hmm. and. He mentions like, well, we have to explain like Hulk has to explain where he's been and why he went there. He's like, no one cares. Like no one wants it. And I loved how at the end of the show, it's all shoehorned in the last five seconds as if it's like, hey, Kevin's fine with you changing things, but he still wants this information out. He wants to bring this in because it literally felt shoehorned in the last five minutes. Like, hey, guys, Bruce here. Hey, sorry, I went to this place and I want y'all to meet my son. Like yep. it was, it was hilarious. Cause it's like that, that's a producer note where it's just like, don't care. I, I wonder if the actual like boardroom for it was like, Hey, we want to do this like crazy ending to kind of like, sp- like split it up type deal thing. Mm. And, uh, and like, they were like, Kevin's like, I don't care how you guys end it. Just there's two things that need to happen at the end of it. Hulk needs to be on earth and Hulk has to have a son. Like, that's all I care about. And so they're yeah. like, how do we do this efficiently? JML on the last 12 seconds. Boom. Done. Yep. <laughs> that's what it felt that's like. What, it, it was that's kind what's of funny. great about this show. And like, it, they didn't have to go in this complex storyline or a repeat of a storyline. And they made fun of it because they made fun of those tropes that superhero shows have and movies have been doing for a while. She reamed into the Marvel universe, which is why I liked it. Okay, so first off, I did find it funny that when she breaks out of the Disney Plus screen, I actually thought that like I clicked something for a second and then I realized that it was still going and I actually paused the show whenever she was like picking what show she was going to punch into. And she's mm-hmm. like, ah, Disney Assemble. And my brain went, man, was this like a 4D chess play? Because now I want to watch Disney Assemble to see if you can see her in the background anywhere. Yeah, because there, the there's a specific where... scene. Yeah, because it's it's like them they're talking about they're talking to the Russo brothers at that time. Yeah. And so I'm so. like, I wonder if you could like find something hidden, like you hear some like banging noise or whatever like, oh, that, like that would Futurama be drama type deal yeah where yeah it's like uh what was it uh nibbler is underneath the desk yeah <laughs> in episode one and like yeah. also like when i say 4d chess like how many people also had that same thought process as me where it's like uh, just watch she hulk 
well now I'm going to watch Assemble and thus they get a show that was not like prime time like no one's going to look at uh, Avengers Assemble and be like that's a must watch but now like in the middle of it you stop to be like well wonder if there's anything there puts up the mm-hmm. watch show on that one it's the equivalent yeah. of the um caller colin robinson from what we do in the show and the youtube channel he made the second i saw oh, it yeah. i was like i gotta look to see if this is real when and that happened true. i'm like i gotta look to see if there's something in there yeah and they got me if that's what they intended they got me good mm-hmm. and then how they like make the joke about kevin being a robot and it's like he puts out this formulaic thing she talks about how everyone has daddy issues in the mcu yeah and it's like or daddy issues loki same day same issues <laughs> <laughs> that and i was getting some like straight up like uh portal vibes when kevin oh, yeah. came on i was thinking i was like the cake is a lie mm. i <laughs> i was i was getting that feel it was like what, what was that robot gladys? gladys i think that was the gladys. name of that robot but it, it's you know this i didn't expect the show to be that great and i'm actually it. really excited for like season two of this show the, um the thing that made me like the show as much as i did was one i liked every episode being kind of like its own like problem deals that she handles and I was worried whenever they were trying to interloop a story to it. Which then they kind of threw that away. You don't even get like an epic showdown or anything. She just comes back to her world. Yep. And everything's done. The guy has like his like chained up and all that stuff. And she's like, alright, cool. Oh, Matt Murdock randomly appeared in full <laughs> costume in the middle of the daylight. Yep. I laughed so hard. Like oh, I enjoyed I that so much. And I'm like, what this means if they do another season they don't have to do like a big story arc or anything they could just do individual episodes of like different superhero shenanigans mm-hmm. and what was great like oh my gosh they they introduced so many interesting like characters like the, the ribbit dude the frogman or whatever his name is i hate his guts but he for broke. some reason now yeah for some reason now whenever i want to like yolo i just say grip it and rip it Grip it and rip it. (laughs) And I'm like, what's, I don't, I I just have to give props on them. There is another thing that this is a trope, actually. I've seen it in a couple other shows that they did. And I like it every time it happens. And I don't know what it is. I'm just like a a rash person, I guess. Anytime the main characters finds the writing room to the show and they talk with the people always makes me laugh and enjoy the moment another show that did that recently was close enough season three during the uh oh, halloween yeah. episode when little candace mm-hmm. finds the room and she finds the guy playing her dad in mm-hmm. real life and he's JP talking Quiddle. to her about it and she meets like all the different voice actors yeah and they throw like a bunch of regular show references in yeah, it yeah <laughs> regular shows all like there's just a bunch and I, I enjoy that. I don't know why. It's just like any time a show does that, I find it funny. I'm like, ah, make the mess. The only thing, I think there was a, maybe it was a Deadpool thing that someone told me about where like the <laughs> last thing that happens at the end is that Deadpool goes out and murders the animator who yeah, was like drawing him or something. Yeah. And what's left is him like drawing himself. 
yeah like, as a stick figure yeah it's it, it's classic deadpool <laughs> but like i don't know i just i'm i'm a simple guy like that i, I like that i mm. and when the show took that turn i i kind of smiled because i was not happy with the arc that they were presenting at the end and i think they did that on purpose they 100 percent. i i don't say anything they did they did that on purpose oh yeah they gave all the cliches made all the same stuff they ended it and at one point i thought the the big reveal was going to be that the abomination was bad and all those people that was in that like super room was going to like jump her the second that she turned out of being she hulk because like they were all saying like you know you gotta open up to us we want to know about jen yeah we want to see jen jen like and they know from the last fight with jen head with all the uh asgardian thieves the guys mm -hmm. who stole all the asgardian tools mm -hmm. um that she's invincible the second she becomes Hulk, but before it, she's vulnerable. And I thought that's what we we're gonna do. And then they didn't do it. And they caught me off guard. I was like, okay, they, they're not gonna be that obvious. All right, cool. I, I, yeah. I, I'm just legitly happy. I think I, I really enjoyed the show. There, there's yeah, not it, much more to say. Well, the thing is, is like, you can tell that they weren't really taking this too seriously. Yeah. And that's what I was okay with because sometimes I don't want a show where I have to like, really put in too much thought mm -hmm. um i just i just want to just a good show and and the thing is is like there was what was the episode oh it was the episode where she gets ghosted and she has to go see if the abominations like probation yeah. officer thing mm -hmm. and the porcupine guy <laughs> i love that guy he's so funny like when he took off the mask i was i was thinking it was like a villain I thought it was like someone that was like, ha, because I thought they were all going to jump her and like get her blood then. Yeah, yeah. That's but what I was he, just telling you. That's what I was yeah, just saying. Yeah. But like he pulls off his mask and I was just waiting for it to be a villain. And it's just like, they're like, whoa, oh, man. Like, did you like, when's the last time you washed that thing? <laughs> you know? So it, it was just like those little funny quips on that. And, uh, you know, uh, some of the characters in that group was really funny. Like the matador guy kind of in a way. Mm, the know, matador and, and the bull guy. Bull. And then uh, I'm trying to think of the other person. Oh, the vampire. Yeah. You yeah. know what I really wanted to happen? They could do this in like the second season once the Blade movie mm. starts happening and everything. Yeah. Is one of the episodes could be she has to defend him against mm. Blade. Because Blade will be like, he's a vampire. I have to kill him. And she's like, he's not a vampire. He thinks he's a vampire. He's like, no, I'm a vampire. He has to kill me. And then she has yeah. to like do lawyering things to like convince that he's not a vampire. Like, I don't know. Cause when he was introduced and he started talking about like vampire stuff and everything like that, my brain mm -hmm. instantly went to how can he be involved with Blade in some way? <laughs> well, but I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think actually that like he might be involved. I think they're, they're putting that up because like uh, Blade has made one appearance, but we haven't seen his face. Like we've heard him talk oh, okay. uh, like at the end of Eternals. He's the one that whispers to John. I still Stone's haven't character. seen that show. That yeah, movie, that it, movie. It's not really great. It's I, okay. I, I have to make the decision myself. Is that I've seen, I, I'm also like super, I've been enjoying the new MCU and I know a lot of people have not been and yeah. it's valid. Like people have their own thoughts and opinions about it and I can definitely understand it. I think I just have more of the, I want things to be fun attitude. Yeah. 
well, see, I felt I like love, the shows have been. I think Shang-Chi is like probably the best one out of this phase, but I haven't watched Wakanda forever. I'm watching it this Friday. Did that come out? Is um, that officially out? Yeah, like uh, um... this Friday, I was planning on going with my buddy Travis like during the day because like I've, I haven't watched it. He watched it last weekend. You should, you should like, wait to go see that until like nine o'clock on Friday night because right, well, I'm, coming I'm coming back this weekend. Well, aren't you, don't you get off at like three? I get off at three and then I have a three hour drive home. So yeah, I'll so be home o'clock. at like six. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just, you know, want to sleep. Well, I could I see, home. I, I, <laughs> I could see, I could see if he wants to do it at nine. I, I could see that. Uh, Cause we, we were not going to the theater here in town. We're going to Marcus. Cause like he already watched it in the theater in town. He thinks that it actually ruined his, uh, uh, his watch of it he told me he's like the theater quality here ruined the watch for me i think so mm-hmm. i really want to go see it in marcus and i was like okay um so i, I i'm gonna go watch that because uh, what was the other movie that came out too that i wasn't eternals was that one and then there was one other movie i forget what it was well there was multiverse of madness there was thor oh, ragnarok yeah. um oh no thor alone thunder Love and Thunder, thank you, Roy. Yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing, right? I I think I think this new like series again, I, I say the the Marvel mo- shows I tend to like are the ones that actually focus on superheroes. Yeah. Hawkeye was fine. I didn't enjoy all that much. Same with like Falcon Winter Soldier. I enjoyed it. I liked it. But I'm never going to rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch mm-hmm. this. I enjoyed yeah. the smug out of these episodes yeah. and because each episode is kind of its own contained story. I, that's, that's, that's my call sign to rewatch something is if it has a contained story and then the I can thing, pick up like, at any point and just go. I, I'm kind of with you on that. I might rewatch this uh, because it is a comedy and you could show your friends this. But the thing is with the Marvel shows, it's like, I've never gotten the point where I want to rewatch like the same thing. Like I, I, Hawkeye have I've only watched once, you know, and like, um, what was it? Uh, oh, what was the last one we watched? Oh, Miss Marvel. Marvel, and uh, you know, just a couple of those shows. I'm not, you know, like, not really into it that much. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's good, you know, like it's good, but I think there's, you know, it's not like something I'm gonna rewatch. And I think She-Hulk might change that because of just how they deliver it. Like, I don't have to put so much effort into a story and be like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Except it's good because it's not taking itself seriously. And and the parts that where they need to be serious are the key focuses of her character, like her dealing with uh, a guy that ghosts her, dealing with uh, should she be like this... The, the, this woman Jen or should she be She-Hawk or you know there's like this middle gray ground that she needs to be you know yeah. so the, the show's like really well done with that to a point where like I don't have to focus too much on the show and that's that's what I have a problem with some shows is like I have to like sit down and watch like in focus I don't I, I don't have time to like look off the screen or like you know I, I cooked a dinner at work while I was listening to an episode and it was the wedding episode and I, I I stopped and watched the action scenes but like I could still understand what was going on 
Like, and I didn't have to like worry so much about looking at the screen. My, and... my only issue with that episode, that was one of the issues I had issue with. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a terrible thing. Cause it ended up fixing itself in the end. I, I feel like Jen as a person gets like just the short end of the stick. And she doesn't like stand up for herself when she's in Jen mode. Cause that, that wedding thing was a hundred percent. Like people just like was down talking her downplaying her making it that like she had to take care of everything and i was just like girl just leave if if Mm -hmm. this is what your friend who you grew up with treats you at the way in that she asked you to be a bridesmaid for nah don't you're not even the maid of honor you are one of the bridesmaid you should not be the one being delegated all this stuff Mm -hmm. they do not value you and then the thing that makes me sad about the ending is that it's only once she turns into She-Hulk and I'm pretty sure her friend's drunk that she's kind of accepting she has a good time. And I'm just like, I feel like that's a that's a loss for Jen. Because Jen didn't get that response. It was She-Hulk who got that response, which adds into the narrative that she was dealing with throughout the whole time. This idea that Jen deserves praise and like care and love. And not just She-Hulk because of her superpowers. And it's it's a narrative. And I definitely get it. It was just very frustrating because I really wanted Jen to get, get the win on that episode. And she kind of didn't. It did also make me laugh. <laughs> Whatever. She's like, you're not going to change into Hulk? And she's like, no, nah, I'm good. I can take you right at this. <laughs> I'm like, yep. I appreciate that. Those cash bars at weddings, man. Those are rough. Spent a lot of money. Lucky she's a lawyer because she's got that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, that that was the thing. I I did feel bad yeah. with her. It 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 is funny. There was definitely like bias towards She-Hulk as an individual, with her like being known or whatever. And they're like, we can't take you as a lawyer, um, because of this or that. Like, like why? I don't understand the negative of her. Like, oh, so this single issue where this person comes in and assault her, assaults her and the other people and she does what she's supposed to, which the little guy says like, no, you did the right thing. But unfortunately it's a mistrial. We have to fire you. I'm like, why would you fire her if it was a mistrial? She did the right thing. It was a mistrial. You just take her off of it. So that way there's not a chance of you like causing another mistrial. She can do other things. She's a perfectly content, good lawyer outside Mm -hmm. of it. It made no sense for them to fire her. And that was one of the first, like, what the heck? And I'm also amazed that she did not like instantly start thinking, I'll make my own practice. I, I'm like, I get like, not all lawyers think about like, I'm going to have my own practice because having your own practice is very hard to do, but she has the automatic celeb power with She-Hulk. And if she made her things focused around superheroes, like the one guy did, like with the place she ended up with, there was people who were lining up for her, not for the company, for her. She could have got places if she made her own thing and focused on superheroes and then build her own resumes and everything i don't know that that was just something that i couldn't really understand to the degree um but hey man uh (laughs) 
You know what I was thinking about at one point in the show, though? You remember the one Futurama episode where, um, the, uh, oh, what, what, what are the space people who always come by that they, 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 their children were eat as pop poppers. They're from Malchior oh, 7. Yeah, yeah, from Futurama, but yeah. I can't remember what their yeah. name is. Prom oh. from Malchior 7 or whatever. Um, <laughs> Prom from the planet Percy I, Percy I, yeah. The one episode where they come to conquer everything because um, the McBeal show was canceled, and oh, yeah. Bender had to like improv the whole thing. My my brain kept like playing the female lawyer in my head every time like she was in the courtroom thing, because I'm like I don't know it just comedy comedy type of thing I guess. I like the show. I liked how they predicted exactly how people on the internet would work. And they caught it well before it even showed. And they kind of, I, I, th I thought they, they knocked it out of the park with this show. And I will definitely rewatch it. Unfortunately, I can't rewatch it right now because I have to watch another show. Mm. Awesome. Do you have any last words you want to say about She-Hulk? Um, Altogether, like anything whatsoever. I like where they're going with this. And mm -hmm. I think this is probably one of the strongest shows i've seen for marvel i that's a bold statement for some people uh but i think out of the disney plus shows i think this is probably one of the best ones mm -hmm. uh for me for me i don't i don't expect everyone to like it and uh but i think i like the character of she hawk and it grew on me because i didn't expect this to be how it was and once again marvel stuns me with this weird show that's just a comedy and i love it and i'm actually excited for like it to come out again like i'm, I'm excited for it uh you know because like you know some of my favorite shows right now on tv are are comedies you know like what we do in the shadows is amazing you know and then this being put on top of like you know the comedy that you know sometimes you know like a lot of people were upset with like thor love and thunder because Waka or Tiki Waka or Waka Tiki, how you pronounce his name, um, he, you know, a lot of people were upset with Thor and Love and Thunder because they thought there was too much comedy going on, and I felt like, well, sooner or later, people are going to stop not liking the comedy in a show like this. But after watching this, I think this is has a great balance between the action that it needs and the comedy it needs. So, like, I think this show does really well in that comedy type thing uh-huh so i i just she -Hulk. yeah i i i turned over and mom burkhart hits me with the bear call she hawk <laughs> uh she deared my heart that woman um yeah and, and see that's the thing like i liked thor love and thunder because i acknowledge marvel as like a kid's series like it's meant for all ages in the form of there's some for kids some's for adults some for preteens and there's some for the mm -hmm. whole family and i felt like thor love and thunder was one made for the whole family but meant for kids like when the ending happened with the whole like you know i speak like whoever hold these weapons have the power of thor or whatever like when it showed like the kids fighting and everything my brain instantly went like that's for kids that's to make the kids <laughs> imagine themselves in the show that's all that is yep yeah and like this is obviously a show that is meant for more adults because like you have your kid watching and it's like 
mommy what why is she like what is what's the walk of shame that the devil guy did it's like you're not gonna want to explain that to your kid what the walk of shame is but at the mm -hmm. same time this is definitely like a preteen thing because like there is a lot of like pop culture kind of stuff reference and one like um megan the stallion is in it um mm -hmm. with like the whole system of like copyrights and all that stuff there's a lot of things that like the older generation won't know as much or won't care as much and there's other things that like you know younger people can completely understand like the whole tinder app that they essentially have i forget what it's called but it's tinder yeah, i forget what it's called and yeah, the, it's whole, the whole thing is like you swipe right on everything and then once you pair with people then the real like um filtering happens and it's like, you know, people who actually do that stuff, they get that. And it's, it's just a solid, good show. Um, I will mm. also say, um, if I understand correctly, the guy who plays Barkley is from the Edward Norton, Norton, Edward Norton movie. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to talk about, too, that I forgot about was the whole Edward Norton thing. They, they like, combined they, it with the universe like that. Yeah. That show happened. And I loved when he's like. Oh, I really don't want to talk about that. We put that whole thing behind us. I'm a different person now, literally. And she like turns the screen. And she's like, ah, I was like, oh, okay, nice. I've never seen that show. And oh, really? yeah, well, movie, my bad. I've never seen it. Mm. Um, but the, the movie, the show did great. Like they explain it. They had that stuff and they moved on. It's like, cool. We, we all get, we, well, we did the joke, move on. And I can't wait for her to like meet up with like um, War Machine and the same joke kind of mm -hmm. presents itself again because you have the one guy from the first uh, Iron Man who, who looks at the War Machine and he's just like, next time. And it's like, <laughs> that never happened because <laughs> he no. did not sign back on. I, I also did like the whole like thing that they did with Tim Roth, like being abomination where he talks about like, he was like, Hey, I didn't want to do this. Like they pumped yeah. me full of that serum. And like, I became who I was because they do it. Cause in the movie, that's what happens. Like they pump him full of it. Yeah. And they he shouldn't be in him. jail because yeah. of what a government entity did to him. Yeah. 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 And th that's why I like the whole legal kind of setup that they did. And, and granted, they had to like, <sighs> this is another thing. They, they like made him wear an inhibitor and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And my brain's like, why does the government have this like technology? Right? Yeah. Like the second she turned to She-Hulk, Banner just recently got an inhibitor for him to be able to turn back into normal. And that was like a big deal to him. And then, like, in this show, they're just like, you get an inhibitor, you get an inhibitor. They're just throwing inhib inhibitors around. And I was like, I thought this was some technology that Banner created, not the government just owns to keep her from turning the She-Hulk and him into Abomination. Or or at least Warrant tells them about the Abomination thing. Yeah. Um, the, the only negative I have with the show, and this is a very minor negative, is of all the time she broke the fourth wall around people no one ever questioned her doing it just that arbitrary like who are you talking to would have been fine yeah because how it's presented is like she's breaking the fourth wall in awkward situations and it's like 
does that guy just not realize you're talking to like yourself does to him does it just seem like you're talking to your head in your head um obviously she does talk out loud because banner turns to her when he hears her say like he doesn't really but then whenever she's talking out loud to the guy who's like ex informing her of like the lawyer thing she talks loudly and he does nothing uh also super relatable at the end of that scene where he's like what do you think and she's like that is um whatever she says she says a term that i'm not actually sure like is an appropriate thing to say ever like i i forget what she said it was just something that's like i've never heard someone use that to say it's good or bad um and then she's like i'm i'm going to think about that for the next year and i'm like i've been in that situation i my brain starts going somewhere and i just i can't stop so whatever she was on soul given she-hawk i mean i think it was more likely of some like matt murdoch no never mind that's a dumb question why am i inter entertaining your thought process dumb buster uh you got me all right austin well austin i think that's basically calls it for the end of our show of she-hulk um i liked it you seem like you liked it that's jolly old good as it always is austin next week we are watching the ring of powers the uh amazon prime yes yeah show yep. i have On no amazon idea prime I have no idea how many episodes it is rings, or anything. Ring of Power. The rings I think of it's, Power. I think it's six episodes. I think, oh, really? Only six episodes? I Dang. think, but let me check. I'm right here, so like, I'll just do this. Okay. Well, so that's what we're going to watch. Mm -hmm. uh, Amazon Prime, very easy to get a hold of. Most people are already Amazon Prime members because of freaking Amazon controls the online marketplace, all of it. There's eight episodes. Eight episodes. Okay, that seemed to more hour long. More. Okay, that's not. I mean, mm -hmm. we did we did game of uh, House of Dragons last week, so yeah. this ain't nothing. Um, so that's what we'll be watching next week. Um, thank you all so much for stopping by. Hope to see you guys next mm -hmm. week. And Austin, thank you so much for joining me as always. Yeah. And until then, thank you guys so much for stopping by, and thank you all so much for tuning in. Mm -hmm.